Well, we're working with some uh, laptop issues today, as you might have figured. It looks like it's hopefully working now, so I'm going to be sharing uh, with you from Mark chapter 6 uh, and the story of Jesus walking on the water. I think it's a pretty familiar story, but I would like to read a little bit, and hopefully this will uh, get us through uh, this wonderful story. Uh, Jesus in Mark chapter 6 has had uh, quite an eventful uh, episode or two. Uh, he has uh, heard the news that John the Baptist, his uh, relative uh, cousin or something, some kind of distant cousin, has been killed. And as he goes off by himself for a little while, then he finds the multitudes and that's where he feeds the multitudes. Uh, the 5,000 with five loaves of bread and two fish from this little boy's lunch sack. That little detail comes to us from John chapter 6. John also carries this story. Matthew 14 also shares this story and shares a detail that uh, Mark and John do not in, uh, include, and that is the episode of the Apostle Peter walking on the water for a few minutes until he loses sight of Jesus and becomes more concerned about the storm than uh, doing what he should be doing, which is focusing on Jesus. Good thing we don't have that problem, right? Um, but we know that um, the love lifted me, that great song inspired by that story. Uh, Peter is starting to sink and Jesus lifts him up. But in, um, in Mark chapter 6 is that same story. And after uh, feeding the 5,000, Jesus talks to some folks, sends the disciples on across the Sea of Galilee in the boat and stays for a while uh, to pray. It says, after leaving them, verse 46 of Mark 6, Jesus went up on a mountainside to pray. And then it continues in Mark 6, verse 47. Later that night, the boat was in the middle of the lake and he was alone, Jesus, on the land. He saw the disciples straining at the oars because the wind was against them. Shortly before dawn, he went out to them walking on the lake. He was about to pass by them, and the lake is the Sea of Galilee. Um, he was about to pass by them, but when they saw him uh, walking on the lake, they thought he was a ghost. They cried out because they all saw him and were terrified. Me too. I'd be right there with them on that part. Immediately, Jesus spoke to them and said, Take courage, it is I, don't be afraid. Then he climbed into the boat with them, and the wind died down. They were completely amazed, for they had not understood about the loaves. Their hearts were hardened. <laughs> well, there's a lot to that story, and uh, obviously there were some lessons that they needed to learn that they hadn't learned so far, even though they were with him when he fed the multitudes, even though... Uh, they were there as Jesus prayed and mourned on different occasions, uh, this time with the passing of John the Baptist, the murder of him, um, and then ultimately um, joining them in the middle of the Sea of Galilee by walking on the water. Well, Oswald Chambers has some kind of interesting points about this. He and I don't always think exactly alike. We're not always on the same page. And that's a good thing. Um, I might disagree with him about certain things, but he always brings a, a great perspective and he brings me a different perspective to this story. And it's the basically the uh, contrast between the journey and the destination. 
I'm a guy, so I'm task-oriented. When I get on the road, I like to get there. All of those things are true. I don't like to have a bunch of tasks going at the same time. I like to finish what I start, but uh, as a preacher and as a human being, <laughs> you don't always get to do that. Um, and so the journey needs to be emphasized as well as the destination. And Oswald Chambers brings that out as he talks about this story uh, of Jesus walking on the water. And he makes some really challenging statements beginning with this first one. We tend to think that if Jesus Christ compels us to do something and we are obedient to him, he will lead us to great success. Well, that makes sense, right? If we feel like we're doing something that God wants us to do, then he's going to make that successful, right? Well, not necessarily. We should never have the thought that our dreams of success are God's purpose for us. In fact, his purpose may be exactly the opposite. Wow, that's rough, isn't it? You would figure that if God wants you to do something and you're doing it, that he'll bring you success at it, but he may have a different purpose in that. His purpose may not include you succeeding in your efforts. Um, several years ago, I uh, had been serving on the board of uh, directors for the Center for Christian Education, which had previously been the Preston Road School of Preaching. Um, and this was in 2002, and uh, we lost the board president, or we lost the president of the school. And I subbed in a time or two, and the board felt like I was the guy that should be the one to lead the school. And we were in a very precarious place. We didn't have um, a lot of uh, students. We didn't have accreditation. And the outlook wasn't good. We had a lot of money and reserves, and we had a great faculty and staff. Uh, but it just, we felt like we needed a push towards accreditation if we were ever going to get students. And we felt like if we didn't get students, the school didn't need to exist. And so Joyce could tell you, I worked so hard those three years to try to save that school. And so many others did as well. We raised some money. We started some fundraising efforts. We really connected with a lot of churches and a lot of people and alumni. But it just wasn't going to happen. And finally, when some of the longtime board members, longtime faculty members, people who had been it with the whole 40-year history of the school, uh, they began to say, you know, it, it may be time for us to realize the school has served its purpose. And that's when I realized that, yeah, maybe, maybe so. And so we closed the school down in 2005. We did it with a wonderful thing. We paid for our current students to finish at an area Christian college. We uh, gave our longtime uh, faculty members uh, a nice uh, severance. We gave everyone of the staff a severance. And we had a celebration with a lot of alumni and others that were there that had been supporters of the school and honored God and the school and all who had been associated with it and the work that God had done through us and the work that he continues to do even to this day through wonderful alumni uh, that had taken a course or two or maybe even had, uh, had finished uh, their certificate and graduated from the school. All of that to say, I went into that full force, uh, feeling, believing that this is what God wanted me to do and I still believe that to this day. Um, but I failed. I mean, if the goal was to save the school and bring about accreditation and increase the number of students and 
give this school a great future to build on its uh, wonderful history, I didn't do that. But looking back, I, I don't think that, that God intended for me to do that, but I do think God intended for me to try to get on that journey. And, um, and that's what Chambers is saying here. God's purpose sometimes in having us go through something is not so that we'll succeed and be great at it, but rather there may be some lessons and some purpose in the journey. And as we think about Jesus walking on the water, we ask ourselves, why did he do that? Well, it wasn't just to get from the land to the boat. <laughs> In fact, as you read, it seems like Jesus wasn't even planning on stopping at the boat. He was going to meet him on the other side of the lake. But um, I don't think that Jesus' purpose was just to get from point A to point B. I don't think his purpose was the destination. His purpose was the journey. His purpose was to help the disciples, including us today, to be reminded of his great power and that whatever storms we're going through, it's okay. It may not be fun. It may not be very good, but Jesus is right there with us, and that may be what he's trying to tell you today. Uh, you're focused on the destination and I'm right there with you believe me you're playing my song on that one because that's the way I am as well but we know that um, sometimes the journey is even more important than the destination we have the idea sometimes that God is leading us toward a particular end or a desired goal but he may not be he may be focused on the journey that he has us on so that we can find his purposes there. Uh, Chambers says the question of whether or not we arrive at a particular goal is of little importance. I'm not sure I agree with that. And reaching it becomes merely an episode along the way. What we see is only the process of reaching a particular end God sees as the goal itself. And I will agree with him on that many times. The goal for God is not necessarily the destination. The goal for God may be the purposes and the lessons that are learned and experienced while we're on the journey. And that's what we see in Jesus walking on the water and the, the reaction that the disciples had. Uh, fear, <laughs> fright, and uh, shock. But at the same time, when Jesus comes in the boat, and as Matthew 14 tells us, even Peter walks on the water for a few steps, they realize that um, Jesus does have that power that can see us through whatever storms of life we're going through at the moment. And he will continue with us until we reach the very end. Uh, what is my vision of God's purpose for me? Whatever it may be, Chambers writes, his purpose is for me to depend on him and on his power now. And I think that's a great point that this lesson brings out. Um, don't be so focused on the journey, on the destination that you don't see what God's purposes is for you in the present, in the here and now, uh, on the journey. Because God has purposes in the journey as well. Um, his purpose may be for me to depend on him and on his power now, not just to gladly and gratefully receive his blessings when we get there, although we obviously want to do that. But in the meantime, what's going on in the here and now? What's going on today? What lesson can I learn uh, today? 
uh, one of our dear friends and wonderful sisters in Christ here at West Irwin published a great, great note on her Facebook page about God helping her through a journey and giving her a, a great destination and the people that helped her and blessed her along the way. And that's such an encouragement, such an encouragement. Chambers says, if I can stay calm, faithful, and unconfused, not sure about that last one, uh, while in the middle of the turmoil of life, the goal of the purpose of God is being accomplished in me. I like that calm, faithful, and unconfused. I think I might be able to hit faithful most days on that one. Calm, uh, I don't know. Unconfused, well, uh, sometimes not. But God sees us through the storm, sees us through the journey, whatever it is, just as Jesus walked on the water and, and made that trip, God makes our trips with us as well. It is the process, not just the outcome, that glorifies God. And we need to remember that. God's training is for now, not just later. His purpose is for this very moment, not just sometime in the future. Let's not forget that. Let's not forget the significance, the importance, the purpose of God that's in the journey. And it's not just to get from point A to point B, but it's to get there with God's purposes experienced and God's lessons learned along the way. God's purpose is to enable me to see that he can walk on the storms of my life right now, just like he walked on the water then. If we have a further goal in mind, we need to remember, let's not lose the attention that we need to give to what's going on right now at the present time. If we realize that moment-by-moment moment obedience is the goal, and I think that's true. God wants us to be obedient and trusting in Him moment-by-moment, moment, every moment, not just down the line, not just when we get there, not just when we finish school, or not just when we grow up, or not just when we get that degree, or not just when we get that job, or not just when we get that uh, spouse, or not just when we have those kids, or not just when we find that great job, or not just when those kids finally leave, or not just when we retire, not just at the end of our lives, but all along the way to recognize the importance and the purposes of God in the journey, not just in the destination. Let's live our lives more than just going from point A to point B, but along the way, let's look beside us and see Jesus walking on the water, calming the storms, sometimes, as Max Lucado has said, sometimes not calming the storms, just calming me, his child. I look forward to seeing you on Thursday, and I hope you have a good week. God bless.